Inside LAFC, episode number seven. We have a really cool setup here with me and Vince. What do we got here, Vince? We're so leaning. New technology. Lean and me, new technology. So hopefully this sounds great, and I think it will. But, uh, it looks beautiful. Then, this is a, a Yeti. A Yeti. It's a cool... I, we're not getting paid for this, but... Oh, it's just, just a free yeah, uh, advertisement. Some free advertisement. But well, it may, it, may, it may not work out. We'll <laughs> say some bad things about Yeti down the road. And maybe they'll catch your of it and they'll say, we want in. Yeah, and get us some better equipment. But yeah. we're really lean and mean. If, if people are watching... That's my phone. This is the Yeti. Max Bredos, back from Europe, European Bad, traveler. Yes. I'm getting a lot, of, uh, a lot of heat here from taking a trip in the middle of the season, but everyone does. And I saw Bob, and he goes, hey, how was Europe? And I knew deep down, he's like, oh, you're taking off in the middle of the season, huh? So I did, there is guilt setting in here, but there's no doubt about it. I had to take this week off because we really needed some family exploration, and we had a great time. Went to London and Paris, and... Uh, but right now, you know, I, I had a lot of hassle with uh, team security, Paul, to get in here. I uh, said I lost some privileges, which I really didn't have in the first place, I, I didn't think. Yeah, I don't know how you go from... Is that a bad thing to zero, take off? Zero to less than zero? I don't know. I mean... I'm not... See, we... DC United game was on Fox, so we weren't broadcasting. We'll be back on YouTube TV for FC Cincinnati. Only the second game I broadcast. I am mm-hmm. dying to call a game. Look, I would, I would say if you can get a vacation, it's great. I mean, I was just here slaving away. Like I normally do. Thanks, Technically, Max. a vacation to me is lying on a beach. This was not a vacation. This was an experience. I feel good. Would you call it a romp? Was it a romp <laughs> through Europe? <laughs> you know, when you go to the beach, you don't travel with four giant pieces of luggage, which is what we did here. Because uh, it was me, my wife, my son, and then both our moms. Oh. So it was a uh, heavy yeah. duty. I wish you came because I could have used... Uh, a, a drinking buddy, because in England, I mean, there's pubs everywhere. They, they're saying, dr- you have no choice but to drink. Mm-hmm. But there's nothing quite like going in and having a pint. There was a pint near our hotel, and I frequented each of the three nights we were there. Yeah, I have to say, Max, I saw a lot of Instagramming of you by yourself <laughs> with a pint. <laughs> that's my <laughs> So I was uh, like, Max, Max needs a buddy. However, some good, that's good. so you did get away from work, but there was some football. I did. See, like, I went there, and I'm such a knob. Yeah, I should ask. So Chelsea West Ham, because I'm a West Ham supporter, I want to go to that game. That was moved from Saturday to Monday. I don't know why. Monday, I'd moved on to Paris. So uh, a friend of mine goes, dude, why don't you reach out to Simon Green, who used to be, like, you know, a lower executive at Fox Soccer Channel, and now he's, like, the top guy at BT Sports. I don't use my connections. So I emailed him. He goes, yeah, let's go sit in the suite at the hour. I'm such a dummy. I got. I've got to figure that out, and I could have gone. I could have stayed another day and seen both semifinals. Mm-hmm. Which well, been cool. you should have. Yes, because the, the one you one went to was the. Was I mean, rough. city. It's not often you say there's two semifinals. I went to the city one. That was the boring one. Yes. Because <laughs> <laughs> the wolves. Yes. The wolves Waffer one. That's the old magic of the. But I never. I never been to uh, Wembley, old or new. So to go over there and just soak it all in was really cool. And in our profession, to cross those things off their list, I think are essential. To say you've seen a game here because it comes up all the time, and to say yes, I have seen a game there, is tremendous. So uh, it was fun. I did skirt out of the 85th minute. The Brighton fans were great. I did ask a couple people, "What is Albion?" And the answers, I didn't care for the answers. They're like, well, you know, because it was Brighton and Hove Albion, West yeah. Bromwich Albion. Goes, it's like Village. I go, what? It's, what is Albion? Anyway, I didn't get a really good answer. If you know, reach out to us. It's another word for village? Or something like that. I got three different answers. It was, what is Albion? What, why include it? Albion. Or town. I don't know. I can't remember the answers. I'm sorry to bring it up at this point. I, uh, a recommendation. Okay. So I don't like to do the touristy things. I like to go to the back. But they have these double-decker bus, the big bus. And my friends said, just do it, especially in London. And I go, all right. So I got tickets. They're like 25 pounds. A day, and if you get it for two days, it's like thirty pounds total. 
And they have buses going five minutes, every five minutes around town. It's like 30 stops. So you can sightsee and you have a little earpiece where they have a, a guided tour. And then you can get off at any of the stops and get on and another bus comes. So if you needed, instead of taking a cab, if you wanted to go from like, we're like Kensington to go to Buckingham Palace, you get on there and you go through. Max's England hack. That's a good uh-huh. idea. But I did. I was like a complete... Uh, Taurus? <laughs> it was like a vagabond getting on and get off. Pretending to listen? Yeah, you'd be like this. He goes, if you look to the left, it is the the King's Arms Pub, established in 1876 with the best-tasting lagers. <laughs> I'll get the next bus. Yeah, I'll get off. Thank you, sir. <laughs> so a lot of that. It was a lot of fun. I recommend uh, getting out there. And there's, uh, it's good for the soul to soak in, especially if you're a soccer fan. I only went to a game. I was going to go to <laughs> I was in Paris on Monday or Sunday night. There was a PSG game. And I thought about it for a second. I go, no. No, it was PSG Strasbourg. Wait, that's where the word Chupamoting's horrible miss. I would <laughs> Which, uh, Synergy, throw to uh, the Black and Gold show, was my social media pick. Because I always win that game. Uh, clearly. You've taped the show, right? So, yes, we've already taped it. I, I don't know if I won, but I won. Yes. I mean, that's the best, right? Yes. That's the, literally the worst howler I think I've yeah. ever seen. And the best part is, you didn't need to even touch it. No. Did not touch. Did the etiquette wanted, would have come into view? Wanted there. a goal. Yeah. Even if you so, even if he scores, still would have been giving him stick for it, right? Because he's just goal reaper, just a Filippo Inzaghi little little touch. But tell me, tell I me. Feel, I feel I really feel guilty now not going to that game because, like I said, I was at that game. Yeah. I was at the game uh, in uh, Milan, the Inter game when they were home, where the one dude threw the scooter onto the field. No. Yeah, I was at that game. Okay, that's pretty cool. That was pretty cool. Right, I was like, I didn't see it. Someone, I go, what happened? He goes, eh, this guy threw a scooter on the field. I go, what? If you don't know about that game, just look up Milan Scooter on YouTube. And I a, think Vespa, find it. a Vespa. A Vespa. Oh, yes. Sorry. Well, Max, how, did, how was your MLS experience from Europe? How did you follow the game? I had to follow it on my, my laptop. I actually watched it. I was watching it kind of like <laughs> I went to this one place and – you do not know how lucky you are in the United States to view the sport because they don't know how to do it in Europe. I'm sorry, I said it. So, for instance, last night I was watching the, the two nights ago I was watching the Champions League. They had four TVs at this pub, and it was the Liverpool game. And then the next game over, you figured Man City. No, it was a replay of the Bayern Dortmund game. And I asked the guy three times, "Oh yeah, yeah." And I'm like, "You don't have it?" It's like he said Champions League. So I did it, and then I ended up. After it, I watched it later that night when they applied it on, uh, on YouTube and stuff and watched um, also the ESPN app. Uh, I did work on there, so I got there it, oh, on yeah. the replays. So I watched it then and I watched it again there. So it, it was, I, I, I know that the games are available there. I probably should have done a better job of, of doing it, which is a weird time. Um, Only certain ones, though. Yeah. So you might not have gotten it. That game did of, not apply, I think. It yes. would have been the, uh, the Cincinnati Sunday game for me. ESPN would have been the one that it would have aired. So, yeah. Well, you could have prepped for. Yeah, I did. So many, I did. I watched a little so bit. So many angles. You could have prepped right, for our exactly. next game. Cincinnati Sporting Kansas City. Well, let's talk about DC though before we even get into Cincinnati. What a marker! Yeah. What did you think? What time? What time was it? On, what time did you get to watch it? So did you watch well, it live or did you watch it? I, I, watch, I watched it. I, I followed it live on my computer without pictures, uh, and then I watched it a couple hours later. So I think like ten o'clock because it was an eleven thirty. Mm-hmm. West Coast time, so it was like eight o'clock over there. Yeah, so it wasn't too late. So it was a very agreeable time to watch it. Well, then let me ask you because it was a weird game. Yeah, this is where a lot of people were like, "Wow, it was such a great game, four zero. You yeah. really hammered them." And I was like, 
Yes and no. So let me let me ask you from from falling on your computer. What was your initial thoughts well, of what was, happened? But it fought, when I when I watched the game, it was just the exposure of DC United. LAFC was unforgiving, and to do what they did because you know I was listening to the you know, broadcast. It was John Strong, Stu Holden, and they're like, and I was doing it too. Best in the East, best in the West, best two teams. And obviously, it's way too early to say that. Even for LAFC's perspective, even though they look like the best team in Major League Soccer right now. But then you say, he goes, this isn't the best team in the East and West, so maybe we shouldn't have built it up so much. I'm glad we did because it became an event. But LFC quickly sucked all the energy of the event out of it um, in that first half. I mean, it was, DC was good, engaged for a few minutes, and then just the fact and how LAFC punishes you for your mistakes. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's a sign of a great team because you make a mistake. And not only that, uh, remember we were talking about the defense last week. They allowed one goal. Now DC's United defense is in tatters. You can't consider them a good defensive team based on what we saw. Wayne Rooney hasn't put one foot out of place. He's now put his foot out of his place for the first time <laughs> this season with a red card, but he was a non-factor. This was just comprehensive. This was – I know we, Bob says there's a lot of work to be done and some things, but I'm like, this is – this just uh, took DC United with so much promise, and now they, they've got to be a team with asking a lot of questions. Yeah, two, two big things for me, and we talked about it the week before because – we know. We're, we're, up, we're up on, on teams. Yeah. We said, D.C., the best defensive team in the league? We're not we're so sure. sure. We got some props from there. I forgot who reached out, but thank you for, uh, for noticing on us. And, and I'm going to say, and I think we even said, well, I think it's the two guys in front of the defense that really makes that defense go, Canals and Moreno. But they made all the mistakes and yeah. were basically cut out of the play. So once LAFC was able to get up in front of that shield, those two guys shielding, they just they went to work. And the other thing is, Bob said it right after the game. He said it's a bit of a choppy game, and I, I completely agree with him. But you got to, like you said, you got to look at it and say, like, that's a great, that's a great win because it's just another way that LFC won a game. Yeah. So we won games late. We won games. This was now over halftime. Yeah, this one was won early, but it was won via basically making a team pay for all its mistakes. So there wasn't it was, the only free flowing kind of LAFC fluid play was just in the transition moments. <laughs> Bob said afterwards, he was very respectful. He goes, look, they were down a man. And I go, Bob, you were already up three goals before they were down a man. So yeah. this was – the writing was on the wall even before – Well, I think he would have liked to see in a sharper second half. Yeah. I didn't mind. Look, I would have loved to hammer him 6-7. To me, what I really wanted to see was probably one of the things Bob wanted to see was just some control in the match because it never seemed like either team really had control. Yeah. And, but just they made bigger mistakes and we capitalized on them. And then from the other side – Rooney was non-existent. We both said Walker Zimmerman, Eddie Segura, yeah, phenomenal. Before we, before we talk to him, I want to. You made a great point about how LAFC took advantage of the the central midfield of DC United, and all the goals where Mark Anthony K came up with his assist and he broke through that. The one that I loved was I think it was the second goal where Rossi sets up passes to Vela, and then he just rips by both of those guys. And separates. It looked like a hundred yard. He looked like Usain Bolt, mm-hmm. and he was like the first qualifier of the Olympics. And here are the guys, and those you know from the sprinter from Tahiti who's just there for. And he goes, Whoop! and there's yeah. this gap. The visual thing is just this big gap created, and he gets the ball back. I was like, wow. There's so many little details. I mean, we broke it down in anatomy. Mark did. Mark sat down with us for about five ten minutes and like just literally broke piece by piece down everything. Well, a lot of people wanted to know about that turn he made. He's, he said to me, and actually I have a little written piece coming out later just about it and about the small details. He's like, that's something I work on daily, that those type of turns and those type of moments. 
after training almost all day, all day with, with Mike Sorber. And I talked to Bob and he goes, yeah, we break out of training. Mike works with the midfielders. Kenny works with the defenders. Ante with the strikers. Good we stuff. work on the little details. So Mark talking about it, it's a privilege to kind of hear like just them saying, but I love Mark says, you know, I'm not the fastest. He's like, but in those moments when we get out and run, he's like, I feel like I have an extra push. Yeah, and so it, it, show, it looks like that way too. Diego must have had rocket boosters on because he just he flew and I think that's two things one is the ideas the initial idea Bob says to guys make purposeful runs don't we don't go through the motions we do things the right way or not the right way but do things that are, are purposeful and the other thing is just the confidence right when you when you know that your teammate has got you and can can find you in those moments which Carlos can find anyone you're more than willing to make the run because what's the worst thing that happens you make those 40 yard runs and the guy He's takes, got a shot, about, yeah. takes a shot from 30 yards out and you're just like Hey, friend. Hey, hook look somebody page. up. Yeah. The best part is also, I, I keep forgetting, that goal happened with 10 men on the field. Yeah. Dio was not on the field yeah, that's during, right. that, he during was... that moment. Unbelievable. Hopefully Dio's, uh, uh, any reports that Dio's? Still a little too early, still too early to say. But obviously, he, I mean, his, again, like Marco Ureña, I guess, early last season, having a number nine, uh, assisting in many goals. And that is a byproduct of the system. Everyone plays certain different roles. It's not just their strike. Christian Ramirez does it. He's back. He'll he'll find ways to get those guys involved, and it is irresistible at times. Yeah, to stay on the pitch, you have to. There's yeah. no there's no just guy that poaches. I mean, every everybody on the pitch, and I, I don't just mean this as the number nine as Dio, but I would say all the way down to Jordan at left back or even Tyler. They have to be able to play with their feet, have to be able to play. We want footballers. And that doesn't matter what position you're in. Be a footballer first, then you can specialize, you know, break out in training at the end of training and do your specialization. But during the di during the majority of training, you're here to be a footballer, to have ideas as a team, not just to do one thing well. Mm -hmm. So I think that's that's a big thing. Um, but I want to go. I just I need to go back to I need we to have go back to, to Walker and Eddie. We have to because. We get caught up in all the goals. You have the top two goal scorers playing on the same team now uh, in uh, Vela and Rossi. But it cannot be – and it's easy to overshadow, and we all do. And the immediate reaction was Rossi's hat trick, and you have to. Vela again involved. Is this team has had two road games and not allowed a goal and not really allowed that many chances. And I'd like to give Tyler Miller credit, but you looked at DC United. He did not have to make a lot of challenging – a couple challenging saves. And defensive pairing of Walker Zimmerman and Eddie Segura. And this is only going to get better, mm -hmm. right? This is – it's still in diapers – because they uh, have only played a few games, and Eddie's new to this country, this league, this team. But it's it, it they get it, and it's the, uh, the way they can flood, uh, extinguish opportunities time and time again. And where one does the work here, and the other one stays home, they just get it. Yeah, the way they slide over is getting very seamless. And I think one of the reasons maybe why they don't get as much credit is because they're not having to make last ditch tackles. And we say they're not getting enough credit because. MLS releases its best 11, and Zimmerman made it once because he scored a game-winning goal. Right. But and Eddie's defenders, not seen— Defenders that score goals seem to always get in, but— we Eddie's some, not been on there. He yeah. should have been on there twice. I need to see more— Walker I, should have been on there twice. I would say my only gripe with it, I would like to see more defenders in there for what they do defensively. Exactly. As opposed to it. assisting or scoring goals. And that's that's my only gripe. I, I think, look, it's, it's a tough job. I, I wouldn't want to have to do it. You have to watch all the MLS games across 12 hours, sometimes two days— but we're lobbying here for our guys, the, both of them, package deal, 
Just, just write them in. Just write them <laughs> yeah. in. Unless you're both there, then we're not just giving you one. You got to yeah. do both. Just the write them in. They both deserve it. But maybe one. If it's one at a time, we'll take that too. But yeah. obviously a package deal Con- would be or, nice. Yeah, consecutive weeks. But I would really like to see them one time. I think one time get the credit they deserve. it Because Rooney was... It's funny because you look at a team and you say, okay, well, what's this team trying to do? What's this team trying to do? And I'm looking at that game and I'm seeing DC keep going long, keep going long. I'm like, okay, they're going to go direct. They want to try to get second balls. They want to try to get over our high line. Nothing. 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 So they're thinking they can beat our back line. And that I, to me, I'm like, that that's probably the worst idea, at least going behind because Eddie and Walker just slide so well. And like I said, they don't. We don't think of it because we don't see them. There's no Laurent Simon 10 yard slide yeah. tackles. There's no. There, and I'm that was always like holding your breath yeah. moments last season, which you don't do that anymore. Look, those look fantastic on video. Yeah. But I'm more than happy to just not have to worry about what those guys are doing, worry about their position. It feels like so much time. We're coming to training and seeing Laurent and talking to Laurent. Keep in touch with them with social media, but it's just it's so much has changed in such a short amount of time. But uh, I think it's great because we've talked about Eddie arriving here young and hitting the ground running and look like he's been here for years. I also like to give Walker Zimmerman a lot of credit for a lot of times these players get their contract in all sports. They get their contract and there's a little, all right, I've earned this. Mm-hmm. Maybe take my foot off the pedal. He hasn't. He has slammed his foot on the pedal and gotten better. He started the season with the U.S. men's national team. You can see that experience. is. It's kind of like I feel refreshed from going on a, a little trip. I, you can see that in my eyes. You can, right? Maybe not. I'm surprised after a 16-hour <laughs> flight that you are so refreshed. <laughs> but it's that's a, what it's I a drink that Yeah, this is fa- delicious here. It's not for everyone. You have to be very fortunate to get one of these. But um, the fact that he's he's taken that and said, I, I'm already playing for the next contract. You can see it in the way he's, he's approached this season. He looks – this is the best he's ever played. Yeah. Fair enough. No, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, it, for he, any and he, team, and he should. It's in his prime. But you're right. There's, there's he should players. be getting better. But he's gradually gotten better. But, Hasn't been a step. But back. players don't always do that, especially they in don't. American sports. It's like oh, I got my contract. I'm good. I got that fat contract. I'll, 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 yeah. I'll, I'll take my foot off the pedal. Okay, I would at least for a few weeks. Yeah. And then I'll get all right. All right. I'm gonna take it easy. I'm going to Vegas. All right. May hit the pub. No, he's taking. May on, eat a lot of heavy, greasy food. Taking on more challenges, and I, I would, if we could talk to Eddie, I would bet you he would say like Walker's been a big help to me. They're, yeah, it's a, definitely a partnership, and they've definitely complemented each other in nice ways. But on top of it, they've individually taken it upon themselves to be fit, to be ready, to listen, to to basically just take everything in, and they're, they're fantastic. I can't. Right. I they have not put a wrong foot forward for me really. They're 15 points ahead of the Timbers. <laughs> <laughs> 15 points. It's almost the Timbers will not be able to catch them. It's, they're too far ahead at this point. Yeah, but you know good. the way that we league works. Yes. They'll, they'll at least be able to maybe slip into the play. I still think the no, Timbers, Timbers can make it. the playoffs, but I just think it's stunning. A, t- a team that was regarded well, and obviously they've had their issues with players, getting ready for their stadium. They have a lot of excuses for their poor start, but just the fact that these were teams that are kind of putting the same breath as top teams in the West. And there's already a 15-point gap. Well, how about this? 19 goals, best six-game start to a season in MLS history. Carlos and Diego have 13 goals between them. There is no team in MLS that has 13 goals. Oh, wow. Not team. Not two guys. Team. Like, the next closest, there's, I think, two or three teams that have 12. And you have six other guys, six goals from other guys. Yeah. That's a very healthy situation. Yeah. I knew we could talk a lot, a lot about D.C., but let's we'll come back. We'll get ready for FC Cincinnati. And uh, to me, it seems like this could be an, an interesting challenge for LAFC as they continue to try and uh, protect their house and stay unbeaten this season. We'll preview that next here on Inside LAFC.
Welcome back to Inside LAFC. And I was telling you this off the air, so I'll just save it for the podcast. But um, when we do a broadcast or whatever, the exchange of ideas for people in our industry, when you can get on the phone with them a, a little bit. And Tom Gallarder, and I, I know I said his name wrong. Gallarder, the FC Cincinnati broadcaster, uh, he reached out to me and just carved out 20 minutes to talk about his team and give some, you know, not too much intel, but enough so you get an idea. I did that with Glenn Davis and other guys with teams. Ahead of their, it's an exceptionally useful uh, mm-hmm. resource. And um, he, I, I want to mention Tom because he had a tweet, which was very interesting, that this game against LAFC is the first time FC Cincinnati will play a team on real grass this season, which uh, blew me away, which obviously is very telling. Wow. Is that crazy? Their home games. And then they played Atlanta. They opened against Seattle. Seattle? Yeah. Wow. And there's another – but I was like, wow, that is crazy. And that's no minor detail. Yeah. Because that's going to manifest itself in some way. I, for me, initially, my reaction like, we have too much turf in this league. Look, every player will put on a brave face if they have to play their home games on turf. Say, yeah, our turf's pretty good, actually, blah, blah, blah. But no one really wants to play on turf game in and game out. So they're going to – I'm sure they'll relish the opportunity, right. especially – Maybe – so it wouldn't be like a reverse thing here where they'd say, well, this is – so what is this yeah. – what is this texture underneath my feet? Where did you find this? Because the, the Nippert Stadium field, just from my perspective when you're watching it, it's really spot. You can almost, it almost looks like a trampoline. Mm-hmm. They The feet go in, it's like all the rubber kicks up. Uh, I suppose that's better than the, yeah. the harder stuff. I don't yeah, yeah. know. I wouldn't want to it play l- it on a period. No, it's the, 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 that stat kind of bummed me out a bit because it just says, I understand turf is a reality in this league, but the fact that they've played this many road games and all those teams play on turf is like a bit of a bummer. Well, here's another Because grass rules. Grass. Grass rules. Like, I think grass. I saw a sh- real grass. I just think yeah. I'm sure that it, in, in California it's uh, yeah, I don't real think grass. I don't think they're talking about Fescue. That. Yeah, I think it's talking about something else. Nice. <laughs> I, mean, I'll, I, I 100%. I'll talk to, I'll talk to you about that, that okay, off okay. air, what they're talking about. Thank but you very much. Here's the, I know what it is. I, I love, don't have to spell it out. I love the grass stat, and uh, I go, I've got another one for you that's kind of good lead into our preview. Uh, Diego Garcia our, from our PR department said to me, uh, FC Cincinnati has eight goals by eight different goal scorers this season. That's going to make the broadcast for sure. Yeah. That's so, not good. That's a little too much. I, I don't know. I mean, it's still, no? It's still early enough where I would say it's not bad. No. They're, they, they, they've exceeded expectations early on. I didn't think they were a playoff team. They look like they're going to be competing for a playoff spot. My idea of this match has changed sharply since what when I looked at it at the beginning of the season. I still think, I mean, obviously we're rolling. They're still an expansion team. I still think we need to, you know, they're coming into Bank California Stadium. It's going to be interesting how they band together uh, in an atmosphere that's going to be, I mean, we've been gone for two weeks. It's going to be. You can feel it. Yeah. You can feel it for sure. It's pent up. So it's going to be loud. Uh, But I I feel a little more confident in this team that we'll actually see a game. Although I would say this, I. If I'm, if I'm a team coming in to Bank California Stadium, I'm thinking of advantages that I can get on LAFC or just ways I can play that maybe would stifle them. Why wouldn't you follow the RSL blueprint, which is what we thought FC Cincinnati would do yeah. just from the outset? But they have good players, and the, they have players that are good for that they, job. They do. They have phys- but I would say they have players that are good for what, for what RSL did. If you can sit in a low block, you can frustrate, and then they've got guys that are quick, guys that are physical, and you can get out and run. I, I wouldn't be surprised if that's what they do. However, I would say this. We thought they would do that from the onset, and they've yeah. shown us that they're, they're not afraid to come out and play a little bit. They're, they're going to be courageous at times and, and good for them, and I think that's what has definitely turned my thinking 
of what we're going to see because, like I said, honestly, when the schedule came out, I was like, oh, we get them early? This yeah. would be nice. Yeah, you know, it's, the way the season's played out, uh, when this when you looked at the schedule early on, you go, oh, here it is. This is going to be billed as last year's expansion team versus this year's. And that whole expansion discussion is kind of secondary. It's it's not really worth mentioning it because you have the best team, Major League Soccer, because you have an FC Cincinnati team that's plucky and, to me, has a look of a dangerous team here because, you know, Richard Roscoe does a great job, and he knows. He, he always says, he goes, look, we, we, let's enjoy these games. I had a brand and content here for LAFC. You'll see him everywhere. Uh, take advantage of these games because there's going to be patches where it's not going to be good, and let's just hit it. And this is a perfect game for that because there's so much enthusiasm because of what LAFC did the last two weeks that you come in here with, with a, a, really, a game with all the anticipation. But it, it also it, because of that – because of what Cincinnati's done, this is, is even more anticipation because it's a solid opponent. This is a team that I don't think is going to roll over. Yeah, look at look at it. One, 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 one. Sorry, Max is looking at Max is just looking at a quick preview. And I'm showing him that all the goal scores. One. I do one, like one, that one, Leonardo Bertone. I think he's a good he's a good one. I like the name Leonardo Bertone. And then Ushua. sounds like he should be a, a chocolatier. Yeah, I had a lot of chocolate in Paris. Did you? The uh, Lint Giant. That's like a Disneyland store of Lint chocolate, and you just get a bag and you put it in there. You pull it out and eat it before you weigh it, which is a no-no. Oh, yes, but he does sound like a chocolatier. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, and uh, this is going to be this is going to be an intense affair, I think. But well, maybe not. Maybe LFC continues roll. Although they've had home's been a little trickier. I mean, they've they've based on what we saw in these last two road games, those were the most comprehensive wins. Uh, the last couple times at home, they with the Walker Zimmerman rescue job at the end, uh, they've had to grind it out a little bit. Yeah, and I think if if Bob's looking at, it, he probably wants us to get a, play a little bit more like we played against San Jose, and a little maybe a little less like DC. Because again, the fluidity. We want to see some more passes. We want to see some more control. Because LFC controlled the scoreline. I wouldn't say they controlled the match per se. At least at least with the ball. Um, so against Cincinnati, you're gonna you're gonna be the home team. You're probably gonna have to be the one. I, I don't think they're gonna sit back as far as as I would think they should. But you're still going to have the impetus is still going to be on LAFC to break them down. And we're going to, I think, I don't think Lee Wynn is going to be ready for this match. Um, That's an interesting discussion. Do we have that discussion? It's an interesting discussion. Because when he is ready to go, does he get back in because the team is playing so well? Latif Blessing is... It's tough to change a team that's winning. Not wasted a minute out there. No, and Latif has been playing very well. And doing things that you wouldn't consider Latif type things. I would say, going back to that second goal, Latif just playing a one-touch pass. And I even talked to him. I said, you know, when you're a winger and we transition, your mindset's a little different, right? You get the ball, you want to dribble. He goes, yeah, but Bob has told me, sometimes you need to go fast. Sometimes you need to play one and two touch. So he's soaking everything in. And you can tell each week he's becoming better center mid. And I was talking with someone else. I go, so Latif, winger. He goes, yeah. I go, then you guys go Latif right back. And I go, so I bought into that with you guys. I said, okay, I'll go with you guys on this. Then you throw me for a loop and go, no, Latif center mid. Yeah, I like, like him there. And I think I that do. center mid might be his best position. And, I think he's... And all the, all, that, all the person from the staff told me was more it's, not, it's not a bad problem to have. No. But he's earned it. But, you know, it's just everyone who wants to get in there, every other midfielder when they're healthy, Lee Wynn, Andre Horta, everyone there... Uh, you just have to keep going and grinding. You'll get that opportunity. And look, uh, Latif, uh, one was afforded to Latif, and he's held on to it. I, I don't see any reason unless there's some sort of change of philosophy, which there isn't going to be. But if there's an injury, but that it shouldn't really change. But, you know, 
We'll see. It's a good problem to have. It's a yeah. It's Everything's just, a good problem. Having two strikers that are everything's play. a good problem when you're at yeah. the top of the table. Yeah. Um, and no one's going to pity you either when you have these type of problems. So yeah. you just roll with them. The kids are having a good time. I, I was going to mention uh, they haven't played it, but they've played a little bit uh, in Nico and um, uh, Shaft. I saw them at the national team game. They're all together and there's there's just they're just happy. Yeah. Everyone, even though they're not playing a lot, everyone just looks happy and they're fitting into the team and settled in. I think that says a lot to the, the club as well. Even though some guys aren't getting those, all that playing time, they know they might down the road. And they're, they're, you don't see a lot of guys kind of even in practice with kind of having those discussions. They're just putting their head down, and it's working. It's a well-oiled machine. Yeah, it's hard to pinpoint what's it's, different in no, season there's two. There's great energy but it, for obvious reasons. Yeah, but. the energy is the same, but it, it is slightly different, right? It just seems because it seems like we're all settled in more. Like we. I wouldn't say we were worried, but you know, when you have an initial season where you know, look, everyone's going to be on our team and on our side. They're going to love us. We're new. We're the new kids. You you start to think like, well, will this go away? Will this energy and enthusiasm go away? And I think the the difference is we're like, oh, we've been through it. This is just what we do now, and yeah. it feels that way, and it, and it's fun that way. Uh, Mohamed Munir gets a, a sniff of play, so there. That's you get him involved too, and he's happy. Yeah, he was happy. Brought all reports that he, he got the game. He was like elated. Could not stop smiling from Could what not. we heard, which is great. And you know what? Now is the time because we play Cincinnati Wednesday, Vancouver, then Seattle yes, on Saturday. There you go. This is a stretch. Seattle. So these games are going to start coming. So this is a perfect time for those guys to maybe see a little bit of time. Um, <laughs> yeah, I, I I always we talked about this last time. We want to try to nitpick maybe just a little bit, but there's we can't pull anything know. from this. And this it's. It, it, Things are going well, but this was the design, and everyone was brought on board to play his roles, and everyone's happy, and it's all good. Maybe a few injuries. That's the I think that's the one thing. Uh, nailing yeah. injuries again, for a couple yeah, players which you can't said. really control, but you have the cover for those guys at this point. Yeah, again, that's the one thing. Whenever people ask me about like, what do you love about this team, and what I really love is the staff between Bob and then up to John Thorrington. I never doubt them for a second when they when they bring players in because they just have such a good track record of bringing guys. It's just it's almost the American football next man up version. Yeah. All right. I think that was pretty thorough. That's pretty thorough. Two great stats. Trying to figure out which one's better. The the surface or the eight different goal scorers. The surface. You decide. I think the surface is just so like rare. Yeah. Yeah. All right. I win. I kind of love it, but no, the the. Check it out, the, the goal-scoring stats from LAFC and just the, the record start. I think there's a few other ones. Carlos right now is on pace to have the best goal-scoring start. There's there's so many things just rolling in the right direction. I mean, he, he keeps hitting that spot and guys don't defend him. He just curls it on that left foot. It's like it's not that guys don't defend him. They no, can't. but there's always – they can't. He just gets there. It's who's – I mean, I told someone – Like I said, the Steph Curry analogy, he finds it. He did it again this week. Well, I told someone, you know what would have been the best is if we could have somehow gotten – Teams have to take that away from him. I don't know how they can. Well, could you imagine being inside uh, Birnbaum's head at that moment where he's like, okay, it's Carlos, it's Carlos, it's Carlos, back up, back up, up, I'm dead. Like literally one cut, dead. Yeah. What do you do? So everything is is remarkable. Diego Rossi, when I mean, we talked about him, now we, he his he looks like a real MVP candidate. We we joked around it. You said, "Would you going to give him twenty goals? Maybe twenty goals? He's, he's got six. He's there. He's going to get twenty goals. He's going to get twenty. And it, as this is an important stretch because LAFC will be dormant for the back end of June. And June is a weird month. Very weird so month. And that's gold crew, cup crew, too. Crew points and then yeah, if you right. can just stack it up. Great segue there. We'll talk about the gold cup draw. 
You want to talk about Champions League? Okay, we'll do a little Champions League. I don't League. think we'll, much to talk about the Champions we'll League. We'll just touch around. Why not? We'll come back and talk about that on Inside LAFC. And by the way, uh, if you can't get to uh, Bank of California Stadium, it is a hot ticket. Great time to subscribe to YouTube TV. Join me and the crew for the game. All programming leading up to it. You should have it anyway. Uh, at the game? No? We'll take a peek. Take a listen. You're still pushing the second string. Like Such an old mindset. Be like that old Italian guy listening to the other game, you know, at the San Siro. Ah, oh, how's the Bologna doing? Ah, Laura, que cosa fai? Yeah, if you're going to do that, but that subscribe bad? to us, maybe then you listen. Yeah. And then. Do it, Ole! Gianluca Viali! All right, throw it to break. <laughs> All right, we'll be back. Inside LAFC, we don't just talk about LAFC, although we could easily just talk about LAFC. There's so much to discuss. We were going to just talk about LAFC, but this is a, yeah. bo- we're, this is a bonus segment. Bonus segment. The, um, you subscribe for free, and you even get free free content. Free, free. content. We want to make you smarter, and not just for LAFC, but everything. So the, uh, the Gold Cup draw was made. This is a 16, 16-team field. Mm-hmm. It's massive. Uh, does CONCACAF warrant having six? Probably not. Remember back then, the Gold Cup, they would invite teams from yes. all over. And I was at the— Brazil. I, yeah. I remember there was a final I went to. It was, it was so—it was— it was a bit, or a bit of a downer. So Canada, it was Colombia and Canada at the Coliseum, and they didn't expect those two to make it. Oh. So USA and Mexico. Canada, Colombia, in a downpour at the Coliseum. There must have been 4,000 people there, and including yours truly. And I was like, what are you doing? Canada won it. That was the yesteryear. Oh, that was the, can- yeah. the one Canada win? Wow. Yeah. So, uh, well, Colombia must weird. not have cared much for it either. But, and I'll do a quick, a quick observation on this, and it was uh, – I used to cover this a lot, and uh, when, we were, when I was at Fox, we'd have the rights, and I would broadcast. My, one of my favorite, maybe my favorite moment was Benny Fellhaber scored the goal at 2007 Gold Cup in Chicago. But those, every time it happened, it was always USA-Mexico, USA-Mexico. But the last two Gold Cups have not been USA-Mexico. It was USA-Jamaica, Mexico-Jamaica. Yep. And that's great for the league because, I mean, that's great for the competition because it shows you you're not wasting your time during this group stages. And with an expanded team, I, a tournament, I think – it may help the field more than the two favorites. So Mexico has Canada, Martinique, and Cuba. I don't think it's, maybe Canada can compete for first in that group. And then the United States, Panama, Trinidad, Tobago, Guyana. And the United States have had issues with Panama in recent editions of this. So it, it throws a tournament into act. I, 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 and I think the rest of the field has closed the gap, certainly on the U.S. and Mexico probably within reach, too. A few of those countries, certainly Costa Rica, to make it interesting. I think that's good for the region. It'd be nice to see some of the sm- – uh, I'd say this. If I had a wish list for a team to do well, it would be Canada because of the players they have. If Canada can be made, Jamaica has proven they can do well. El Salvador – as another one that I think, if you can get these teams to be a little bit more impactful, but I think Canada is capable of it because we're seeing more of their players on an individual basis. If they had the infrastructure and that hits, like a guy like Mark Anthony Kane and a few others, Alfonso Davies, you have another strong team in CONCACAF. Yeah, and I, I think maybe if I'm looking at the groups, maybe they, don't take have, a peek. maybe they don't have the highest of highs, but Group C, Honduras, Jamaica, El Salvador, that's good games. three tough teams. And speaking of, Jamaica, Peter Lee Vassal, they'll have a game at Bank California Stadium, which is pretty cool. So if you want to come out and check out a game in Bank California, we'll have a player that will probably be on the forefront of those games. But Are you excited for Nicaragua-Bermuda? Yes. 
<laughs> you know what? I would watch that. I mean, but that, see, that's where the, the, the depth is really tested. That's Max Nicaragua, just so you know. Uh, I think baseball is number one in that country, in Central America. Yes. It's one of those. So soccer trails behind. But good for them that they made it, but it's not going to be pretty. Max, let's not beat around the bush. Haney's the second team. I know, team. Who, I know who you want to talk about. Let's talk Haney's about Cuba. Can... I get it. Tell me. No tell comment. me about Cuba. No Nothing? Comment. Oh. It's depressing. Yeah? It's, depre- it's just that sports bad? in Cuba has gone so bad. Mm. Um, it's, uh, I'm sorry to hear that. I don't know. It's, it's, I don't want to get political here. Uh, in case you don't know, my, both my parents were Cuban exiles. But uh, I think because of the squeeze of the old regime. In the uh, Barcelona Olympic Games, this is when I think when uh, Castro's sports machine was floating. And, no, you're not supposed to cheer for Cuba if you're one of the exiles. But I quietly did because they are Cubans. and I pulled. They finished fifth in the medal count. They were ahead of, like, Germany and other countries. They were ahead of That would never happen now. Yeah. Uh, the soccer is supposedly getting better. Uh, and you can't really cheer for them. I just I wish I could. Mm-hmm. I want that day. I know they could produce good uh, players. Uh, but they earned their spot. Good for them. And then uh, uh, baseball is, I guess, some news now where they're not going to uh, Trump re- reverse the – I can't believe I'm right, the, the – President Obama verdict where they loosened the thing, uh, the restrictions on Cuban baseball players, but the kind of slam on that, which I like that. I don't think the embargo worked here. I better stop here. But yeah, I, I don't think the embargo worked, but you know, Cuba's got to do a, a make good for their people as well. You got to look out for them and say, okay, we're, gonna let, we're not going to make money off of this. We're going to let these guys achieve their dreams, but they don't do that, and they should. The first Inside LFC podcast with international relations. You started by, this, Vince. Max I just wanted to hear about Cuba because I knew. I don't know anything about the Cuban Cuba Homer. So no, no, I know, I know nothing about the Cuban okay. team. It's just it's very hard to do it. Well, then, then, then my mistake. But yeah, the Gold Cup's going to be fun. Some there's going to be fun games. There's going to be players that. Hey, there's always there's always players that come, and I think we saw this in the uh, the Concacaf Champions League games. There's players that all of a sudden you've never heard of, and they've been playing for some team in Nicaragua or some team in Honduras, and they're good players. I mean, the the wealth of talent in the world. There's always these hidden players. So I think we're gonna what we're gonna get to see is in these games we'll have some good games. There there will definitely be some stinkers, but yeah. we'll have some games where we'll find some players, hopefully some young players, some young 19, 20 year old guys like a Peter Lee Vassal that will surprise you and do some things because they just want to show out in a tournament like this. So. I, I like it. I, I think that if you have a I'm chance, excited. To, yeah, if you have a chance to see one of these games, go go see it. I would. I'm biased because we have Bank California Stadium and we have some great games: Honduras, El Salvador, Jamaica. That's oh, gonna be, that's gonna be intense. That's Honduras, gonna be intense. El Salvador. I can't remember. Is, is, uh, is Amado Guevara floating around here. Honduran yeah. legend had a really nice. Moment. I don't. I, I shouldn't say that, but he had a nice moment with Bob coming around our practice yeah. facility. And Amado Guevara looks great. Looks exactly the same player. Um, so we're most excited for the Gold Cup. Uh, real quickly, one observation from the Champions League first leg quarterfinals. One each. Uh, again, my final was Manchester City-Liverpool. I'm sticking with it. Uh, Liverpool looks like they really have a handle of this. Uh, Manchester City has some work to do in the second leg as they allowed the goal to uh, Tottenham Hotspur. Um, did you have your final? Did you, did you? Uh, I would love to see Juventus-Barcelona. Yeah, just, that would be. That looks like it could happen. So give me, give me one observation you took. My observation is this, and it's something I told a friend of mine. He said, uh, you know, I don't think your team, Juventus fan, I don't think your team can breathe a sigh of relief yet. And I said, yeah, I get it. But I, I really like Max Allegri and his ability to, to change tactics in the second leg. I think that's good. What I would say is this. I wish it didn't have to play Ajax. Not because not they're good. I just... Juventus lately has been like the evil empire for everything. Stamping them out. I feel like we're squashing what everyone's like favorite team is in this, and I would just wish it would have to be another team that would have to do it, or Ajax get past them. Because obviously, I don't want Ajax to get by my team. But I would say this: 
man, that Ajax team's the real deal. I, I'm curious. They're already going to be losing one player to Barcelona, probably going to be losing another. But if they could have kept that team together, maybe one more run at it would be nice. But Yeah, it's kind of like that Monaco team with Mbappe a couple years, which was so fun, but you knew it was going to get torn to pieces, which it did, and even worse, Bernardo Silva. Which, which is why I feel even worse that I, I think we're going to knock them out, but I just right. I don't want to be that team. They'll make their money. They'll get some new players. Dutch soccer's on the up and up. Yeah. My observation is Barcelona, uh, you can nickel and dime teams to death if you can, and they're doing it. It's not pretty. Uh, 1-0 in the first leg at Old Trafford. I think if they keep doing that, it's not. we're not going to go, oh, Messi, he's real glorious. And, uh, it's going to be messy and ugly. <laughs> no pun intended. But it's going to be, it's gonna be a, a, an ugly game in many cases. But if that's the way you navigate, so many Champions League trophies have been won in that style. Barcelona, that's impressed me that they can can ugly it up and be successful and not rely so much on Lionel Messi, which they did not at all in this game, and they get a road win. That makes I, – I did not pick them to go I, – I think the semis, but not really – actually, I lost. I picked the Manchester United this. I would switch it now if I could. But uh, the way they are churning results out in this competition says that they have a real shot at this. Yeah, you get the feeling that Barcelona, Barcelona. We're critical of them all the time. Or they're not critical. That, that's this is this is by design. This is. Yeah. Uh, I told someone after the Barcelona game and after the City game ago, wouldn't surprise me one bit if that reverse leg is a five-one hammering or something. Yeah. It just seems like they're slow playing it a little bit. But you're right. If Barcelona can play dirty, play just kind of tough, and basically say like Messi, if you want to chip in, that'd be nice. Yeah. Um, perfect. Then that's perfect. Because. But give everyone credit. If Barcelona gets it, don't go. Oh, Lionel Messi. No, 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 no. It's a team. It's a team. They've been good. The only one that I think was really poor in that game was Suarez. Just was. <laughs> Wait, who's the uh, no? Who's the, uh, the center back? Not PK. Oh, the the newer guy. I, he, he's, I saw him. He's dicey. Yeah, he, he had. A really <laughs> he's good an game. accident waiting to happen. But I said that about Samuel Umtiti in the World Cup, and he ended up being game like I thought he is an accident waiting, but it never happened. So no. All right, let's wrap it up. Uh, I'm not the good guy, but we're taping this on April 11th. Every time I pick up my phone, it says April 11th. Say, it's my birthday today. What? Is it really your birthday today? <sighs> How did you save it for all the way to the end? I don't say anything. I'm not going to say it's my birthday, but every time I pick it up, it says April 11th. I go, that's my birthday. Oh, well, happy birthday, Max. Jeez. Now I feel like a horrible no, person. No one should feel it. Uh, <laughs> our HR department releases the birthdays. And then uh, I delete that email the second I Sandy, get it. Sandy, it's like, it goes, hey, April birthdays. I looked at it, and mine wasn't there. And I'm like, oh, that's how, you know, then that's how I didn't know. Actually, what I do is I, I And I reached it. out to her, and I go, why is my birthday? She goes, you didn't fill out the paperwork correctly. I'm like, what? I guess I'm, I have to redo my paperwork. Classic Bredos. Cla- 100% classic Bredos. Well, happy birthday, Max. All right. But do Thank Max you. a favor. Subscribe to Inside LAFC yes. for his birthday. That's all I want. You get this content, the bonus content that we did in this episode. You get Jordan Harvey's back-to-back podcast, Walker Zimmerman, the Locker Room podcast, which another one is coming tomorrow, I believe, for Walker. Jordan and Beta back next week. So Excellent. There's a lot of content that you get. And just do it for my man's birthday. Yeah. He needs those numbers. It makes him happy. Come on, subscribe. Look, Tell a friend. We are not, we are not underneath wanting to have big numbers. We definitely are very vain <laughs> in that way. And we want It helps to- with the higher ups. Yes. You know, they get off our back. The right. man. Thank you. Inside of uh, please leave your comments as well. That's always yeah. helpful. Ratings and comments. We might oh, yeah. read them. Wait, one last thing. Speaking of ratings, please leave rate some, and review. Please rate and review. And if you could do it on iTunes because uh, I don't know if you know this Max, two people gave us one star ratings. And I'm gonna say that kills the. Uh, I'm gonna say those weren't our fans. I think they might be from a, a locale not far from here, maybe from a team. So guys, 
we can't let them do that to our That's podcast. It's like giving one star to an Uber driver. It wrecks the whole thing. It was one star without even... Is that Larry David episode? One star without even a comment. Hey, if you're going to one star me, I need to know why. Yeah. You would if it was a hotel review. Like, so this please, place smells. Please rate and review, and we'll, we'll see you guys next week. Ha, ha, ha.